Yeah. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Great. Okay. Uh, well, very welcome, um, dear. Thank you. Uh, thank thank you. For, thanks for joining. Um, Today, uh, first time, uh, I suppose, uh, we're going to discuss um, our podcast uh, with you, your um, your uh, your journey of life, I suppose. Uh, so do you want to probably introducing yourself and let's get cracking? Yeah, uh, my name is Dia and I'm 27, just um, working on my startup that it helps uh, companies um, find their true purpose and outlive it. And um, I have a master's in business administration um, and a bachelor's in economics. And I've lived in Ireland and worked for Google and Facebook. And uh, yeah, I have a background as well as a coach, life coach and a master coach. Um, and my personal vision is to help kids get into school, um, kids in developing countries. Um, yeah, so that's that's a little bit about me. Great. Um, that's, that's great. Yeah, where are you now uh, located? Uh, where are you living? I live in Copenhagen. Is that... Is that is it cold winter started already there or yeah it did a few months ago right yeah so um, back in uh, a few years ago um, um we we met um in entrepreneur uh, seminar a uh, workshop uh yeah. that's how we we workshop yeah. or seminar that's how we that's how we met um uh, yeah yeah back in those days um so you, you in Copenhagen is that where you born and grow up or just for our listener yeah is that what you study there yes exactly yeah great excellent okay and um so in relation to your um uh, project that uh, you are working I, I do remember your number of um you mentioned Facebook marketing. How did it go? Um, like working for Facebook? Yes. Or? Yeah, marketing Facebook, uh, as, you, as you can imagine. Well, yeah, like yeah. it went all right. Yeah, like it was, it was all right. Like I used to live in Dublin. And I had a great time in Dublin. I learned a lot, like learned about the Irish people and the Irish culture and had the chance to live there for over a year. Yeah. First uh, interning in a company, um, early stage investment startup company and learning a lot about marketing and, you know, branding and stuff like that really like, you know, it really helped me like to put my, my theory like you know, academic, academical theory into practice. Yeah. Um, and then I worked for Facebook, and then a few months later, because like yeah, like I moved to Google and worked for them, the advertising part mm -hmm. uh, with Google Ads uh, and supported the advertising there. Um, I used it to, um, like to further develop on my um, career because yeah. when 
when I got back to Denmark, I worked with the online marketing, but now I like shifted my focus into consulting, um, company consulting. And like, I'm trying to, and what I've done is that I have combined like my passion for, for businesses and for yeah. business growth and marketing with coaching like with the spirit part of of being you know like this whole um question of inviting in purpose and meaning and you know life purpose into companies and like helping employees align their personal purpose with the one of the companies um to really ignite values and you know transform cultures into into something greater interesting uh, um that you mentioned coaching uh, and yeah uh, we met at the yeah go on yes yeah yeah you you, you mentioned uh, coaching uh, i was saying that the, the it, so um, i was wondering uh, growing up um, in uh, i suppose that danish culture and i, I assume uh, how's your perspective of uh, um, that multicultural I, i believe your parents uh, parents from uh, uh, Libya yeah and you grow up there okay uh, how, how does it multicultural um, Lebanon my mom she's from Lebanon right. yeah uh uh-huh, okay and your pa- dad my mom she's from Lebanon and my dad is from Iraq yeah uh uh-huh, okay okay excellent okay okay um so just um so, so you you must be speak number of languages right uh, a few different languages how, how, how does that influence yeah. you how does that influence you as a danish uh, danish culture um uh, like how you uh, i suppose growing up with uh, this multicultural multi language um speaker how does that influence your um as a muslim uh, danish uh, person yeah so you see guys it, it hasn't been easy to be honest like you know it has been linked to a lot of challenges um i i wish i could just tell you oh it has been an advantage you know that i can navigate in different cultures that i can understand different people and you know that i can speak three languages fluently that that has been an advantage obviously it has but like much more challenges has followed uh, unfortunately because you know when i was brought up uh, when i was a kid 9/11 happened and you know after that like the whole view on muslims and and you know terrorism and stuff like that it has negatively impacted us as muslims in the western western world and especially muslims were you know like me like it's clearly shown that i'm wearing a headscarf it shows that i'm muslim you know so the associations um hasn't been positive you know this like in denmark um my own um experience has been that a government that is becoming more and more racist and islamophobic um and really discriminating and on the other side you have the uh, you know the extremist muslim groups as well 
um, that are terrorizing, you know, um, that, that creating terror in different societies, different like um, European countries, you know, so you have on, on each side, you have the extremism, you have the extremism in terms of like the, the radical uh, Muslims, and then you have the politicians who are just like being praised for being racist and like very uh, extremist in the view of citizens, Muslim citizens, and are actually, you know, uh, creating bigger and bigger distance between people um so that has been really painful to be honest even the lebanese and the iraqi culture are very different so i really learned um myself how to adapt but in that adaptation i lost myself you know i lost my feeling towards myself um and you know my own identity who am i what where do I belong? Because in Denmark, I was second generation, um, uh, what's it called, like um, refugee or like, uh, um, you know, second generation, whatever, like they, they call us all. I weren't Danish Muslim or Danish Arab or whatever. It's just like this categorization. And then all the tourists, you know, the one from Denmark, Denmark. So, you know, like this not feeling feelings, and you know, in, in our culture, it's 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 not like in, in many cultures, like in many families, people don't tend to talk about their emotions, how they feel, what they want, you know, we tend not to be seen as kids and you know. So it was all very frustrating for me, to be honest. So, so I, I taught myself, you know, in, in the process of growing up and, you know, getting to know myself better and, you know, my own goals and dreams in life, like actually having, you know, setting wing, wings to my dreams and allowing myself to dream and go after what I want. You know, that, that has taken courage, you know, and it's taken time because, you know, I've been closing down a lot on, on very many sides. Mm -hmm. And then like this process of opening up and accepting myself and improving myself, you know, yeah. So that's been tough. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I could feel that uh, you must be uh, that culture shock um, of that diversification um, uh, you had yeah. yeah, growing up and um I, I suppose there's a massive big community that you have um uh, in De Copenhagen from uh, um middle east um and i suppose uh, that the most important uh, thing that you said that how you self motivated and and you uh, you overcome that thing but uh, how did you end up to like you know it's a, it's a great story about your personal life uh, was you just said that culture shock and then you able to able to land into facebook uh, in a marketing department which one of the you know one of the controversial <laughs> big company that was always on the news uh, you know even yesterday um, i i saw they were um, you know they're on the news of some election campaign so how did you land to that job um, mm. coming from that um, that background and uh, moving how you you tell, said that you also self motivated to become a, a better person uh, ignoring all what's happening um, all the darkness 
How did you do it? Yeah. So like, it's very hard to ignore the darkness, you know, but it's just easier not to scroll down my feet, you, uh, my Facebook feed sometimes, you know, because, you know, there's a lot of negativity and, you know, like a lot of negative focus. It's not like the positive stories and it tends to like divide us more than it, it, it unites us, you know. Um, and I actually I didn't work in the marketing department in Facebook. I worked as a community operationist. Uh, for okay. the Scandinavian Apologies. market. Uh, yeah, so well, the whole Facebook is filtering yeah. out all. Yeah, no, I, I, because the whole Facebook yeah. I see as a marketing tool. Yeah, well, uh, yeah technology wise. So sorry, moderation, yeah. was it? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like it wasn't it wasn't a great position that I was holding, to be honest. Like it was more like, you know, um, detecting what breaches in policy or like content and etc and just cleaning up in, in, in that so it was not it was not challenging for me personally so that's why I moved to Google to get more um, you know more hands-on experience that I can use like you know in, in my career and and yeah and and you know traveling to Dublin like you know and traveling I backpacked as well in Asia uh, visited different countries and Where you know you for go? eight months and, as well crazy, in the Middle crazy, East. Crazy you know, I learned a lot. Been to. What? Well, backpacking, which crazy Where's the country, one? crazy country you traveled to? Tell us about your backpacking experience. Like I traveled to different countries. What? Backpacking experience. Tell us. Yeah, so I traveled like to different countries. Um, I first I traveled to Sri Lanka and then India, um, Cambodia, Thailand, Sri Lanka. Uh, I said Sri Lanka, Singapore. Um, what more? And Vietnam, just a few days. And I went to Jordan and Iraq. Um, and before that, I went to Lebanon. And you know, I learned a lot like in the process of living in these different countries. Um, and, you know, they were all crazy in, in a fascinating way, like somehow, yeah. because I learned so much about myself, you know, because I thought like, you know, because I haven't experienced something else, I thought like there was only, because I was only prone to one way of doing things. I thought that was the only way or only one thing you know, to do, but then I was exposed to so much diversity in culture and expression and in opinions. And I really learned a lot. Like I really opened my mind and heart and soul to different, to different things, you know? I got the ability to meditate, to eat different kind of fruits and vegetables and, you know, learn about different people from all over the world. You know, it was, it was a great yeah. time, you know? Yeah, great. Uh, it's did you, did you honest, travel you know? alone uh, with the know. backpacking uh, you, yourself? Have you? Did you yeah, travel yeah, alone? I traveled on my own. Yeah, okay. And uh, have you got yeah. into any travel? And I volunteered for any, any Really? Yeah. Yeah, I volunteered two months in Cambodia where I lived in uh, Pursat. It's a, a very rural area in Cambodia. Right. 
And, you know, yeah, like I learned a lot of things, you know, I learned that we're all suffering somehow, but in our, in different ways. And that, you know, at the end of the day, I was really privileged, you know, and I was like, I've got to do something with this privilege that I have, you know, I gotta, I gotta support, you know, and help other people wherever I can and however I can. Um, so yeah, like we all have stories to tell, to be honest, you know, so, so learning about other people as well, hope as well help me you know um healing and dealing with my own story of not feeling that i belong because i learned that you know belonging and feeling at home you can do that in in, in you know conversations with people you can do that in you know you can feel at home in a country that you don't even speak the language of jigami it's it's how you feel around things or around people that makes something feel home to you Right. Uh, did I so, did I understand? Uh, uh, I think like uh, while I was following uh, your traveling experience, uh, did I understand that that's how you got inspiration yeah. that you are you you are helping uh, personal development and coaching. That's how you got inspiration for coaching uh, while you are traveling. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, no, I've done coaching for quite a long time. Actually, I started when I was 17. Mm -hmm. I started with um, a coaching uh, program for young people. That was um, a um, that was like a um, it's um, it's a one on one coaching. So it's a life coaching. That was in um, Copenhagen. Program. That's how you and done it. It was. Yeah. It was, okay. Yeah, in a company called Mind Juice Academy. Okay. So usually like they would have the yeah they would, it was non-profit um project that they had usually they would have the the one for you know like the full price one for, for adults but then that year they ran a um non-profit one for young people between 17 and 25 or 23 so i i jumped on that one and then um and then i was um i was um, a trainer as well in in the in the in the next program mm -hmm. and then I attended a master coach education where it's like one to to a whole team and that learning how to you know it's team coaching based so learning how to coach them in their vision in their mission in their values in their team charter um and then as well like um you know public speaking you know techniques and and, and practice um and project-based uh, experience and then I did a family coach education as well. And now I'm doing a speaker academy one. So it's 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 a lot of experience that I have with coaching. And I've always been interested in coaching how yeah. you can bring out value in conversation with people, right? And how yeah. you can change and impact people's lives, you know, sure. in a different yeah. way. And yeah, so I, that's, well, that's my before, fascination. Yeah, definitely. It, it is. Uh, it helps a lot, uh, individual person to their potential growth. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with you uh, on that. Um, while you are traveling, we, we were talking before, and you mentioned that um, you mentioned traveling, and you had a great time, different country. And uh, one of the point that you made um, previously when we spoke uh, that um, you, while you're traveling, you did networking with the other traveler or other local people, and that's how you came across personal finance and uh, training and that uh, tell me about a bit of finance uh, empowering thing that project that uh, you involve um, uh, 
tell us about more that what you are doing currently. Um, with personal finance, so um, so I believe that we have to struggle a bit in our youth, you know, um, in our young age, in order to live a financially free um, life when we get a bit older, right? Mm -hmm. And that's when you can structure and manage your money in a way that is um, that it accumulates with time, right? So your money is making money for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the power of accumulation is very strong. So, for example, if you invest in stocks, that's what I do right now. Like I, I invest in long term stocks. You know, with time, my money is increasing, um, you know, because the stock market is going up and I'm investing in different stocks. So I'm spreading my risk. Um, and that's what I'm doing actually right now. So um, in a... In, in, I mean, I'm planning to invest um, as well. I'm going to do some drop shipping, um, have a drop shipping website. I've already like developed the concept for it. Um, and, and, you know, just buying property and renting it out so they can pay off the mortgage. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that's some of my plans. Um, right now, I'm just like, I'm just focusing on building my company and contributing with value to my clients and yeah, and, uh, changing the world one company at the time. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and tell me, um, clients that you work, um, like what age background, um, like are they young, middle age, or what type of client do you work with? And um, tell me about. So it's different kind of clients. Like it's it's um, yeah. Yeah, go on. So it's all sorts of like it's it's clients like in all ages. The ages does it doesn't matter. It's more about the the approach, you know, to their company, their approach to life, as so to speak. Because like, how do they view their company? You know, do they want to make a change in the world? You know, other than the monetary gain. And you know, it's it's karma because at the end of the day the more good you do, right, as a company, the more value you contribute with to your stakeholders, the more value you get in return. Because company, like customers, they take notice. Suppliers take notice. You know, um, you just get the value back eventually because you get more, you know, loyal um, uh, employees, happier, more satisfied, you know, you contribute to them. And then in return, they're going to contribute back to you as a company owner. Sure. So course. it's all sorts of companies, to be honest. Um, Great. And you mentioned earlier that you uh, do investment in a stock individual uh, companies. Um, I was just wondering, um, is that Danish company yeah. uh, you specifically folk, uh, invest in or just uh, give me an overview of, uh, I suppose, uh, where are you putting your money, uh, what countries are, um, give me a few information, like where are you heading to next, next I suppose, uh, five years? Yeah, so right now it's, it's mainly the American stocks because you know the tech industry is booming uh, right now mm -hmm. and i believe it's going to still do like in a few years time as well <laughs> and then i have a few in like danish companies um and some other in i just bought one in from germany i think 
um, and one Canadian. So it depends on the on the market. It's more like I think I've invested in two or three different ones, like um, that are like food, um, grocery based, like grocery um, in the grocery industry, um, because that's a booming industry as well, like food delivery and stuff. Um, I think I I yeah. I, I can find the name. You, you sound uh, you, you, where you um, saying you, you sound like um, uh, quite spread uh, different countries and uh, yeah. also quite diversify your portfolio. Uh, you mentioned, um, which is great. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, as you know that I do the same yeah. and uh, um, diversify different uh, different uh, economic yeah. zone and industry as well. Uh, to be just to be risk management on that. Um, so tell yeah. me, like, what recently, um, as you probably know, uh, Warren Buffett even uh, started investing on a tech where he denied for last thirty years. Yeah, uh, he owns fifteen percent of Apple, I think. Yes, yeah. that's correct. Yeah, and uh, now he started investing in yeah. uh, electric uh, um, cars as well over in the Chinese uh, market. So that's going well. So when individual person tell me mm -hmm. uh, like how they can get in to this, uh, as you mentioned earlier, stock or dividend or saving, personal finance, how they can reduce, in your opinion, yeah. to the not overspending, you know, how they can minimize, say, like, I suppose, get, get into the investment ladder or buying a company stock. So yeah. Why do you think a lot of people are suffering or struggling and now this situation? Yeah. Do you know, as I told you, Case, the thing is that you have to like, you know, so I there, there's a book called The Richest Man in Babylon. I believe you've read it. Yeah, uh, I, I like it, actually. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Have you read it before? Yes. Yeah, it's a good book. Yeah, yeah it's lovely, you know. And it's about the oldest society in, in, in human history. That's the um, that's the one in Babylon. It's it tra it's um, it um, goes back seven thousand years um, ago. Yeah. And you know, like it's detailed stories about how you can you know finance your money in a way that you know it 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 it, it brings growth and value and and value to you, right? So. Um, so, you know, they say take 10% of what you earn and keep it. So it goes like this, 10% of what I earn if, is for me to keep, right? That's right. It's not yeah. for you to spend, it's for you to keep. And that 10% you take it, and then every month you put that 10% aside of everything you earn, and then put it aside. And then until it becomes a um, significant amount, you know, you take that money and then you invest it into something you know something about, right? Either you something you know something about, or you give it to someone who are who are, who is who is an expert in that specific area. Um, and you know the the story, you know, as you know it, like that that one the the person who um who got that advice himself, he became one of the richest men in Babylon himself, and he was teaching it to others and bringing value to their lives as well. And, you know, 20% of what you earn is for, um, is for uh, your debt, to paying up, pay off the debt, right? And yeah. then 70% is for the expenses, That's right? Cool. So you sometimes you got to live tight, you know, but 
the first thing you do every month when you get in your salary, you know, or income, you take the 10%. And if you can automate the process of it, just, you know, going out of your account into another account before you even see that it's there, you're going to only spend what you have, you know? Yeah. So that's that's one one way of doing it. Not even seeing the money coming in, but automatically taking it into another account that is closed that you can't take the money out from. Um, that's if you if you lack discipline and you need to build that uh, resilience and discipline. Yeah, yeah, you you are um, right. What you just said, discipline is the most important when it comes to growing your uh, finance and yeah. discipline. Yeah. 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 So, so look at your expenses, you know, where, where are you spending money where you could have saved that money? Do you get me? Yeah. And, and, you know, you can, you can save money, but you can as well think of how can I increase my income? How can I generate a new source of income? You know, yeah. can I like, what, what kind of work can I do? And then take that money and invest it as well. Save as much money as you can until you can be so financially independent that you can actually spend without even like having to bother, but still with a limit, obviously. Um, right. Even right. like Mike yeah. Tyson, you know, he earned <laughs> what, what, you know, what is uh, equal to $700 million, uh, you know? That's correct, and yeah. And he spent all his money and his net worth. Yeah, you're right. His net worth today is like, it's $3 million. He That's spent correct. seven million dollars on a necklace. And other day he, he spent, was, uh, he was other day, actually a few weeks ago he was in Joe Rogan uh, podcast and uh, he's now working out. Yeah. He's in a great shape, very good shape. So he's coming back to ring okay. and um, um, but he you know he looked great, absolutely amazing, um, and uh, he's he's feeling great. And they have been over in America okay. doing some transplant, but transfusion on his body in order to because of his age so he's going back to ring again yeah and going to fight and yeah he feels great uh, that's what he said on joe rogan show other day so yeah you you are absolutely right thanks for sharing your suggestions uh, uh hope people can take that in consideration and start saving and growing their money i suppose you know um uh, yeah and you know another thing is yeah. if they want to get started with investing in stocks i myself use an app called revolut okay. and because you know the admission fee is very low mm -hmm. and you know you you buy and sell instantly i mean i really like that app so people can use that there's another one it's called eToro, but i haven't used it before Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Now so, it's a lot of, a yeah. uh, lot of, um, you know, over in America, they use Robinhood, uh, similar to it for um, uh, Revolut. Uh, we have in Ireland, uh, I think Europe, we have that Revolut Trust. In America, Robinhood is very pop popular as well. So yeah, you are dead right. Now it's yeah. fees going completely zero, zero percent. So um, it's, it's, it's a, if, uh, I suppose uh, if you, understand the game why not try it yeah absolutely um, exactly are you are you are you currently doing any 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 project that where people can follow you or um, anything that you like to share for your personal business yeah well like i um I am posting blogs and videos, <laughs> you know, that's something I've just started doing. So I'm actually editing my first video that I'll be putting up on Facebook, YouTube and LinkedIn and as well on Instagram. So people can find uh, me on InSpeak Consulting. 
That is I-N-S-P-E-A-K, consulting. InSpeak stands for Inspire Peak Performance. So it's InSpeak. Um, and yeah, like that's all my channels. Um, what what is about? Consulting. What, what very interesting name, InSpeak. Uh, what, what do you do Yeah, there? so it's... It, so it's um it's it stands for inspire peak performance and it's basically telling a story of how you can inspire peak performance in 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 employees in leaders in companies you know and in yourself as a personal individual you know because once you tune into your identity and your purpose as a as a as a person you know why you can get up in the morning and you know you generate a motivation that is so strong and so intense because you have something you're working towards you know and that is that is based in uh, on serving others Absolutely. other than yourself you know you yeah. just get this strength and just motivation that is indescribable Fantastic. No, that's that is yeah. a pleasure. Pleasure getting to getting to understand more inside of your uh, journey and project and uh, what you're up to and uh, this um, this whole um, whole experience. And I, I I wish you all the best with your uh, you know Inspeak project. And I ho hope people can go and check it out. Dr. Kushlock online. And um, you know, happy to happy to uh, follow as well and um yeah thank you thank, so much Kate. no you're welcome thanks for um thanks for sharing your um experience and uh, look forward to have you more in future okay thank you